I did this sentence once which st sticks in my mind was uh, we're in a taxi this woman and, and myself and she turns to me and says um, look um, her English was, was atrocious and Mia as her teacher wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a very good advertisement <laughs> I said uh, yeah my, 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 my downstairs my downstairs here she was pointing to her groin area yeah nothing nothing <laughs> Date, time, weather, and action. Uh, we have just entered August. Hachigatsu. Yeah, August third. Uh, My favourite month of the year. Japanese people hate hate August. Absolutely hate it. I love it passionately because of this. It's hot. It's well. Uh, Hot, humid, and it's sunny. It's certainly humid. Uh, it's it's the yeah, Japanese people loathe this month, and they'll, they'll be happy about the rest of the year. But this month is sort of they all hide and run away from from the weather. But yeah, it's it gets up to thirty five, thirty six, thirty seven degrees. Mm. But the humidity is is the issue. It does get pretty humid. But where do we live? Mm. Yeah. We live on the sea. Yeah. Right. But you've you've got that sea breeze down here in Tokyo, it's still, isn't it? You've got a stillness in Tokyo that you don't have down here. And that in Tokyo you've got the the sun bouncing off the tarmac straight up into your face and then you've got those millions and millions of air conditioners that spit out hot air. Yeah. Yeah, all working like little engines making it even hotter. And yeah. they call this the heat island effect so you're, you're heating up your own place more than it would be plus there's hardly any trees there's no grass there's there's a couple of parks but it's nothing compared to any other global city so you get into this sort of hot soup the humidity makes you sweat as soon as you step out of the door it's you're sweating without even moving mm. and then you got to move you got to get yeah. into a, a suit sometimes go into a train that's that's crowded sticky people sliding off you when you get out the door, it's rough. It's very, very rough. But this is the thing. In in Japan, they've got cool biz. So the the thing that they let you do, the businesses let you do, is you can go to work in a short sleeve shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to work in a short sleeve shirt, and that sort of helps with the heat and humidity. But on my left forearm, I've got a tattoo, so I could never do that. So I always had to wear long sleeves. Um, but you, you got straight into the cool biz, didn't you? Uh, yeah, cool biz, cool business, <clears throat> as in you're allowed to suffer less. No tie, that's a big difference. Did you not wear a tie? Uh, I did, I did. But when cool biz starts, which is in, in August, you don't have to wear your tie, which is good. Uh, it makes all the difference. And yeah, short sleeves. Now, I do have a tattoo, but it's just where my sleeve is, so you, you don't see it. Darren's tattoo is on his forearm. Yeah. What is your tattoo? Mine's a football tattoo, which I got when I was 17, like a fucking idiot. The classic yeah. <laughs> northerner the cl Classic attitude. northern move. <laughs> but You're 17, I, lad. Get a tattoo on <laughs> your forehead. I think the only the only person to pull off a tie and short sleeve shirt... you remember Sipowitz from NYPD Blue? No. Did you not watch NYPD Blue? No, I did not watch <laughs> NYPD Blue. Fucking best programme in the 90s. 
Dennis Franz was his name, a fat balding bloke. Yeah, a detective. I remember. Yeah, yeah, the moustache bloke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember the show. Amazing I mean, actor. And I he, never watched it. Never he, watched wore, it. he always wore short sleeves with a shirt. The only person I've seen that could pull that off. And yeah, whenever I think, whenever I see somebody with a tie and short sleeve, I think Sipowitz. He could pull it off with style. Yeah, yeah. Like Roger Moore. But now, yeah. now that you're down here, are you sweating less? Um, well, I'm sweating. This morning I noticed it, but th- there is a sea breeze. You, you, you were seeing the ocean all the time, a beautiful ocean. Uh, so you just feel less. Yeah, tired. You just feel more comfortable. Um, in Tokyo, you, you're you're in between these massive buildings, all concrete, tar, on the ground, hot hot as hell. You sometimes see these dogs walking on on the tar on the roads, mm. and it's hotter down there than it is you know a meter above ground, and they're getting boiled. You know, talk about hot dogs. They're just getting they're, they're getting well done if you do that half an hour. It's 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 it is that hot. And, and the and the feet are touching ground as well, aren't they? Yeah, and it's not as hot that you can you know, in some countries they bake an egg. I think in California you could bake an egg on mm. on the on, on the metal part of some some manhole part. It's not that hot. It's just the humidity of the whole thing, mm-hmm. which makes it a thousand times worse than dry heat, which you'd have in let's say Spain or or Greece or Italy. Um, yeah, so that's the season. We we started uh, two days ago, the end of the rainy season, and then automatically you go into this humid well we went straight month. into august august 1st the sun come out yeah because yeah. on time the the rainy season should have stopped two weeks ago middle of july and it has pissed it down for seven weeks seven weeks non-stop fucking raining and i left the uk because of that and for seven weeks i have been miserable and then it's just stopped yeah yeah and it's as if somebody's just opened curtains yeah turn the tap off yeah. yeah, it's it's a strange thing here that how that suddenly stops, and it's a completely different moment. In in Europe, you sort of phase into a different mode, and it's gradual. But here, it's one day that, next day that. Even the even the weather's efficient in Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the trains on time and the weather's efficient. It really is regular as it's not regular as clockwork the weather because they do have a delayed or early yeah. spring etc. But once it stops, it does stop. There's no. But it, it were a long rainy season last year as well. And this one were even longer. Yeah, much longer apparently. And it's the, the first time since documented history that there's been no typhoon in the month of July. Yeah. So I wonder what that means. What kind of summer is in store for us? So this climate change, it's the first positive then, isn't it? You call that a positive? No typhoons in July. Yeah, but what's, what's going to be waiting coming? for us yeah. in the next what's few weeks? Coming? The first typhoon is already forming at Okinawa, yeah. which is just on time because it is August. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're in for a pretty tough summer, according to the uh, weather specialist. So don't you think it'll stay like this? I hope so. I hope it's uh, what is it today? 30, 32? 32. 32. It was thirty yesterday. Me and the kids went out cycling because it's I wanted thirty one. Yeah. I 31. wanted to see if the tent. I've had this tent for like twenty years, and it's I've not put it up for about five. So I washed it the day before, and we went and put it up down in down in Kotzebo. Um and we were in it. It was red hot. It was red hot yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Being in a tent would make up. it a bit rougher. Yeah, uh, I bought a tent as well, but just a top cover. Yeah, with four poles and a top cover. I think that'll that's as good as we're going to get. Really, keep the sun off a bit, but you're not going to be escaping the heat completely. 
But the the thing with summer, do you appreciate moving down here now? It's summer. Um, yeah. Were you in it? Were you here August last year? I was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Just. Was, no, well, actually, I wasn't. I was here building up uh, the shop here, so I'd go home at night. I mean, I remember the heat, but I was inside, being boiled like a potato, basically building up this and painting and putting in a new floor, etc. So I do remember the heat, but the thing is, uh, it's about two, three degrees cooler here than it is in Tokyo, where yeah. I was in Shinjuku. So that's a bit of a blessing. Yeah. The thing with this year, because of the corona, the bars haven't opened on the beach, have they? Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the whole beach, there's a huge, there's a number of beaches here in the south in Kanagawa, and every year they have these beach festivals and all the bars and all the the drinking, eating, Thai restaurant, etc. Is all they all are put up on the beach, and it gets packed. Live bands, you name it. Yeah, it's a great vibe until that stabbing a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, three three years ago. No, it will it was longer than that because it was, it was the year before I came back. I came back to Japan in twenty fourteen, and that summer in twenty fourteen, the yakuza, the Japanese mafia, had kicked off in Zushi, in my town, and two fellas got knifed and killed. So now. In my beach, you can't walk around with tattoos showing, you can't have barbecues, and you can't play loud music on the beach. So it's sort of tamed my beach down. But where Duncan is in Kamakura, you can still can you still stroll around if you've got tattoos? No, the, the, there's all these signs. There's about I'd say about fifteen different signs on these four massive boards about what you can't do. Hmm. One of them is don't walk around with tattoos. Um, going all the way up from picking up your litter, mm. uh, uh, don't don't gather in groups, don't drink alcohol, don't uh, that, shout, don't that, have live music, don't have a speaker. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This list is endless. Don't, don't have fun. Don't have any fun. Yeah. Uh, and of course, now because of the corona, it says um, it, it doesn't say it's not allowed to. Sw- you're not allowed to swim. It says please refrain from swimming. Yeah. But then I think, but I am swimming. <laughs> so. So it's more a polite suggestion then, than actually banning swimming. Have they got the shark nets up? No, no, not not uh, not now. Uh, I read this yesterday that five years ago there were quite a few sharks on the mm. other side. Because where we are, there's sort of a series of beaches next to each other in these enclaves. These little cliffs coming out and then that's the next beach will start. And a few beaches down the road, there were a couple of... Uh, there were too many sharks being spotted too close to the beach. Yeah. Uh, mainly hammerheads apparently yeah. well it's it's warming up the seas are warming up so Japan 10-15 years ago it was where we are it was too cold for sharks to come in but now it's warming up and the sharks are coming further north yeah because there were a woman taken in Maine I last saw week. that news yeah great wife last week she'd, yeah. uh, she was some sort of fashion executive in New York for years 63 year old she's out there swimming with her daughter and then she's just talking to her mother with this woman with her was the daughter the mother went under sharply came back up surrounded with blood and then taken never seen her again yeah I saw that news uh, and that was very close to the beach it was 18 metres if I'm not mistaken but her mother were in a wetsuit so the shark probably mistook her for a seal and just whipped her away yeah 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 that's that's terrible 
I but, think that was one of the first deaths in Maine yeah. for a very long time. But that's that's worrying because, especially now that we're renting kayaks from here, if you send your customers out in a kayak and they come back chomped up, and the ch- the sharks are spotted. Yeah, but you think that 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 attracts me. If I'm on a beach and it says there's a couple of sharks out there, you want to run a kayak? Yes, that's me. Thank you very much. I'll be out there. The great whites. There's not going to be great whites <laughs> here. There's going to be some tiger, sh- not, not tiger, uh, hammerheads possibly. Yeah. Uh, maybe some sand sharks, but very basic stuff mm. and very small stuff. But it'd be nice to see them if, if that's why I'm going to go out there anyway. Yeah. And I'll be snorkeling with them. But you've got to get pretty far out where we are before you get to the trench. Well, so I was talking to a couple of surfers and they said, well, every year they've seen sharks, mm. but it's quite far out. It's about 150 meters out, yeah, yeah. which is a bit of a stretch, but on a quiet day, pretty doable. I don't think what a shark would see me as a seal, uh, a beached whale, possibly. <laughs> I don't I'm know. A, you, larger you, than a seal. Are you? Are you? St- are you plateaued, or are you? Are you oh, slowly no, I'm, losing? I'm, no, I'm still losing. I'm still losing. Um, I'm losing, but boozing. So I haven't given up on the booze. I'm eating healthier, but it's 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 harder to lose weight the lower you get. Yeah, but I'm still over a hundred k at the moment. What what's the what's the heaviest you've been here? Since you've been down here. My heaviest was 111 kilo. Uh, but mind you, I'm 190 centimetres. Hmm. Uh, and I did do quite a bit of weight training when I was younger. But yeah, that, that's 111 to 103. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, what, what, what are you wanting to get down to? My target is 95. I'll be quite 95. happy with 95, yeah. But you see, you'll get to 95 if you want to go less. No, not if I'll, I'll be happy enough. I, I don't want to give up too much. I, I'll do sports and I'll, I'll be jogging and stuff, but I don't want to give up too much other stuff. I still enjoy a beer. Um, I enjoy some bad food occasionally. Not all the time, but I don't want to give up too much. Yeah. I've got to, there's a balance of life, right? That's, that's how I see it. But I, if it's a choice between being eaten by a shark, I'll, I'll, well, I'll you'd, provide you'd, a heavy you'd meal. Want to, you'd want to go out... Well, if you're last, if you're going to get eaten by a shark, you want your last meal to be junk food. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, when I when I money. was when I was tipping at my heaviest, which were under an eight kilo, um, there was no way I was taking my shirt off at the beach. Yeah, but what's your height? How five eleven? So one seven eight. One seven eight. Yeah. centimeters. So twelve yeah. centimeters shorter. But I want I want happy. And even back then, twenty years ago. 20 years ago no 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 25 25 years ago 19, no 1992 Jesus 28 1992 or 28 years ago it's uh, fuck to my me calculation. Yeah, fuck me another life so I were 108 kilos then now in 1992 if you were 108 kilos even in Bradford of the home of the f- big fat northern bastard even 108 kilos you were big Bradford's been mentioned, listeners. You yeah. manage to sneak into Bradford every time we do one of these. At what, what point? What point is that? It's 15 for, minutes. It is. Well, you kept it out for 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Sometimes I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. Representing. But, but 108 kilos in 1992, people would look, take a second look. Then. But well, it now, depends where you are. But now nobody would bat an eyelid. I think in Japan they do. In, in Japan they would, but back, in, back home... No, you'd be one in of the UK, main crowd. You'd yeah. just be normal. 
you'd just been over. But there were no way I were taking my shirt off at the beach. Are you have you are you a shirt off fella at the beach? Yeah, because I do like to get a bit of a tan. I don't really care what other people think of my body. I mean, I've, I've been around bodies. <laughs> I've, I've seen. It, so I was watching the BBC this morning and the beaches are overcrowding in Britain yeah. and they were reporting on that because of the coronavirus and if you look at some of the people at the beach you think Christ mate you're going to be you won't be shark food for a while there's no way a shark's going for a whale but yeah so I mean people have are beginning large but no I've never I've never worried about whatever fashion whatever it is uh, looking at mm. me no you are when you're very young when you're 15 you're very conscious and you're you're scared to even take off your socks, let alone. <laughs> when you go for your health check and you got to take your shirt off, do you suck your stomach in? No, 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 no. No, no I mean, I, I, what, the what only thing mean? is, if I... No, <laughs> I don't so stand there. You sit, sit with your back a little bit straight. Up. Right. No, no, I don't give a toss. I mean, and this bloke who's checking knows exactly what's going on. Mate. He, he's seen it a thousand times a day. I were that fat in 92, my left tip failed the pencil test. Do you know what the pencil test? You know, because no, no. women check if the a sexual disease. No, women test? check if the to make sure the tits aren't drooping. Right. By they'll put a pencil under the tit, and if it stays there, it means the tits are getting droopy. Right. If if you can't keep the pencil there, it means they're still quite perky. Okay. Right. It's called the pencil test. I failed the pencil test. You had I, I had tits, yeah. So I, I could hold a pencil under my left tit. Oh, wow. I was that fat. No, I've the, never the, had that. The no. right one was no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, ma- the massaging. I had, fat, I had a fat back. I had a fat back. It sort of came down in a in an upside-down V. I had rolls of fat on my back, and I could shove a pencil in the rolls of fat on my back and keep it there. Oh, no, I've never had that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it... it it were flab. It were all flab. Ah. They're horrible. Was it? Was it food or booze? What do you reckon? Both. Uh. Both. It was just constant. Yeah, it'll pile on pretty quickly. And if you don't do any exercise mm. at all, then that's just piling it on. Yeah. Because I think it's just like once once you get to that certain point, it because it goes on quick, and you yeah. think, oh, I'll sort it out tomorrow, or I'll sort it out next week, I'll sort it out after Christmas, yeah. and you never do. And, it gets, and and there was, there was nothing there like there is now to give you advice on how to lose it. Yeah. For a while there, I thought cheese were a salad because it were getting served in salad. So I, the education wasn't really there. Bloody hell, that's yeah. not education. Yeah, yeah. Like the, I, remember, I met this American once who said he he had a he's always eating uh, vegetables because he had. French fries and tomato ketchup, thinking both of them were vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> You're deluded, mate. Yeah, but the the health education went up to school meals. I remember in my upper school, my high school, um, deep fried jam sandwiches they were making for you. Were you in Scotland? This 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 yeah this were in Yorkshire deep fried jam sandwiches. I've never even heard of that. I've heard of deep fried Snickers, which is a thing. Yeah, Mars this this were getting served. This were getting served in a school canteen in nineteen eighty five. So every everybody were going to this school canteen for the first couple of weeks when you were a third year. So you were well, thirteen year old, and then after that, I'd say eighty percent of the school were just going into the village to chip shop. So uh, you were going from either having deep fried jam sandwiches to having a bag of chips. 
And we just have to get to hospital after. Every day, bag of chips. Well, that's why you guys are the fattest people in Europe mm. every year for the last X amount of years. Mm. And Boris Johnson with his new campaign now to stop with the potatoes, fried potato. Well, he's fat himself. You've got to practice what yeah. you preach. You can't. You can't be telling people to lose weight when you fat yourself. Well, he is jogging now, he said. He lost quite a hell of a lot of weight after because that. Because he disease. was sick, because he yeah. was at death's door. <laughs> he was at death's door, so it's, it's like, right, I'll, I'll sort myself out now. It's all these fucking people. They start getting lung cancer, so they stop smoking. <laughs> Boris Johnson said, oh, I've been at death's door, I'll start losing weight. Why didn't you do it before? We wouldn't have spent so much fucking money on you if you'd have looked after yourself in the first place. He, and then um, you and then you're telling every other fucker to lose weight. Piss off, piss off. It, so, uh, it sounds like you don't agree with him. <laughs> Is there a hint of that going <laughs> through? Like just slightly. But you get these people, don't you? This is one of my friends on Facebook putting all this positive stuff out there online. You know, somebody back in England, he puts all this positive stuff out there. You know, live your life to the fullest. You know, you've only got one, you've only got one life. He's living with a woman he fucking hates, <laughs> and she hates him. So he's going home to a shit show every night, and then the only way he's got light in his life is to post something nice for somebody else to read. It's, you, you know, you just know that he's one of those fellas that before he pulls that handle down on the front door, he's going. Ugh. <laughs> and they're going in. I hope there's someone else better off than I am. You can sort of feel how heavy the atmosphere in the house is as soon as you open the door. And I, I couldn't live like that. I said, well, what, why are you still there? Oh, well, you know, it'll get better, really. It hasn't got better for a while. But you just, you know, you, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't sit in it like that. Hmm. I sat in it for far too long when I lived there. I couldn't do it for, I couldn't do it anymore. That's why I was banging so much weight on. Oh, so it's a sign of unhappiness. I think, oh, definitely. If you're if yeah. you're drinking too much, eating too much, or trying to going out and trying to get sex, you're unhappy, aren't you? Well, yeah. If, if you're if you're single, right? yeah. If, if you're married, you, you, that's definitely not not a good thing, right? I mean, indulging in all these things, mm. your student life, kind of. Well, time. too much of anything is this summit gone on in the background. Yeah. Well, I I enjoy my 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 drink session once a month, uh, once every week, once every two weeks, but I don't drink during the week. I'll have one good session, and I do go too far during that session. In that one good session, are you using up your weekly allowance with alcohol? Uh, is it my, sixteen my monthly, points? My monthly so sixteen halves, eight pints a yeah, week. Eight week. pints a week. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be about fifteen pints, I think, and one night. Yeah, which is way too much, obviously. Mm. But then I, I, I'm just I have no idea what's going on anymore. I'm I'm kind of lost soul, but I have a very fun time apparently. Because when when you used to see how much you were only supposed to drink every day, it was laughable. You know, a pint well, a, a pint and a half. Yes, yeah, yeah. A pint yeah. and a half a day is is a healthy place to be. I was usually drinking twice as much as that before I left the house. <laughs> you know, you'd have three cans before, Well, you'd have three cans before you left the house, and then you'd get to pub. You'd have a buzz on. You'd get fresh in pub with your friends, and then you'd go downtown to an indie club or somewhere like that, and that's when you'd 
put it up into fourth gear and go for it. No, no. That, well, that's a very British thing to do. In, yeah. in Holland, you, you, we, we start slowly in the pub or the cafe, as we call it, and then you get your buzz on, and then most people will go home. Mm. A couple of us will, will go to get a gold medal, but that, that's not a lot of people. I think. But yeah. all this, all this overindulgence, you see with with people now every every business is going to the wall because nobody's got anything saved up nobody saves anything anymore do they my my parents would always save something so if and i can never remember me my dad being out of work or my mum being out of work they always had jobs they were i never remember them looking for jobs whereas i've been fired loads of times <laughs> I've been fired loads of times I've, I've wanted to change my job loads of times um, but I can never remember my parents looking for another job so it was all they always had jobs and they always saved money whereas people now the credit cards just yeah you live on the, you live on your flexible friend I, I never used a credit card uh. I never got myself in debt with a credit card do you know what they do in, uh, in the UK and in America now when I if I applied for a credit card, it would come to the house, and your parents would see well, what's this? Yeah, what's yeah, this? the bill, yeah, yeah, uh, or not even the bill, but the credit card application would oh, come right, with yeah. a visa on on the envelope. Mm -hmm. What the uh, credit card companies are doing now, especially with students, you don't even have to apply for the credit card; it just comes. You know, when you see these people that are doing surveys, yeah, the credit card will just come, but they don't send it to your parents house That's they say oh, so, so where, are you, where are you studying oh I'm at Manchester University really what, what, what building are you in so they send it straight to the university that is so, so, so deviant bypass the parents yeah. now you think if you're going out and eating and you haven't got a penny to scratch your ass with you're going to be eating something for a pound two pound mm. you've got a credit card you're going to go to town it's a yeah. mistake yeah you, you, yeah, you, but you, you're, you're making people, you're causing debt. You're actually yeah. really providing people because they can't look after themselves. Mm. But most Americans live from month to month. So they're, they're always paying off last month's yeah. bills. It's quite the normal thing to, to do. I don't... Keeping I, up with your bills. I've, I've been in debt, but not that much. And I didn't like it. I've only had my student debt, which I, I've finally paid off after several years. But that's the only debt I've ever had. Student yeah. But that's quite rare. A lot of my friends are in debt for different, uh, different companies, different places. And I think, how, how do you do that? Aren't you worried? It would, it would worry me sick mm. to know that. I had, I had a mortgage when I, when I had an house in England, and I didn't like it. I didn't like the fact that I was locked into something for 25 years. Yeah. Um, and 97, so my house, if I'd have kept it, it would have been paid off in two years' time. But you just think... Well, but that's, I think that's why we are here, right? Yeah. We, we could leave the, the debt-free situation. We've got no debt. You, you'll have your friends in Holland. I've got my friends in England. And they're, they're a few years away from owning their own house. And, that's all, and that would be nice. But I'd prefer to have all the stuff I've done in that 25 years in the bank, the memory bank, than just saving up for a fortnight in Europe mm. every, every year. I know which I would prefer to have. I would like to have my own house, but you know, you've got to give up shitloads of stuff to 
oh yeah get it, aren't you? It, it's a different direction of life yeah what, what's more important to you have you never had a mortgage no no it in Holland, people don't buy houses that it's more rented. People rent more. Mm. I was always surprised when I went to England that people were owning houses. Yeah, it's increasing now in Holland buying houses, but it, it's mainly people rent. You rent yeah. your house. Hmm. Because what what we're gonna do here, I think, my wife's pair. We'll probably move into my wife's parents' house. Probably, well, not not nowhere, a long way down the road because her sister's just built her own house so she won't want it um, so I think we'll probably move in there when these two are out of the door and then I think see out retirement down in Shizuoka in the mountains which is nice, nice. It's, it's absolutely fuck all to do it's quiet you can see the Milky Way up there at night because there's no lights beautiful but there's nothing to do mm. there's nothing to do but you know, if you're going to be in your mid-60s pushing 70, who cares? That's true. That's true. You're not going to have... You don't want to be in a, a place full of uh, glittery lights and, and, and bars and restaurants, really. I mean, w would you, you... You wouldn't... You... I don't... I, I couldn't imagine you with a mortgage. I couldn't imagine... No, me neither. I mean, for, for what you're setting up here, if you, d if you got a better offer somewhere else... You're you're just able to say right. I'll see you there in a month. Yeah, you would be able to do that, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, it, it, you'd have to cancel a couple of appointments, but yeah, yeah you you can jump and, bail. And I, and I think at a push, I probably could as well. You know, I could up everything and go in a month because I've not got a mortgage. Mm. Yeah, it's a huge tie me down mortgage. I mean, you're basically done, set. You, it would be very difficult to get out of that. The first time I left, I still had the house, and I had to get. A company to put some feelers out to find somebody to rent it and then they were going to sort everything out while I were away and then while I were away for a year and a half and during that year and a half they had three different sets of people in the house got burgled twice I'd had it I'd had it five years I'd never been burgled and it got burgled twice so they had to replace uh, the downstairs door twice and the 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 company were just overcharging to replace mm. it. I thought, you fucking scamming bastards. So I thought, right, I'll just get shut of it. Well, that, it's kind of, it's, it'll always be nagging in the back of your mind. I mean, mm. that, that is the thing also with business, right? If you go on holiday and you have a business, yeah. that will always be on, on your mind. When I was running the, the, the bar, the pub, wherever I was, I was always, there's always reports coming in about what's going on, that there's a supply who didn't turn up, or yeah. this went wrong, or this person's sick. So that, that's still kind of controlling it. But it's different from owning something full out in that part. What's you can the delegate. You what's can delegate. the difference between having pub and having this place? Uh, the hangovers. <laughs> right. You own a pub. You, I mean, were you were you drinking for free? Well, someone's got to pay the the alcohol. What do you mean drinking for free? But I mean, the booze that you were consuming, were you paying? Oh, yeah, you got to pay yourself. Yeah, I mean. So People will buy you drinks. Right. Because I'll give one to the barman there. But were, the, were, you, were that not cancelling out the money you were making in the bar, the, the amount that you were drinking? No, no, you, it, it's it's a strange game. It's it's a business, right? Mm. And people go there to have fun. And so people th often mistakenly think, oh, come on, but well, that's cost nothing, right? Yeah. No, there's, there's someone's got to buy that, who's got to yeah. pay for that. 
but there's all these tricks and if the barman looks like he's drinking a lot he's having fun then people yeah. feel more relaxed and spend yeah. more money as well and they'll buy you more drinks as well and uh, you, you've got to manage this in a balance but, but at the end of the day you will be drinking more than you mm. should be drinking and I mean it's a business so in fact the barman shouldn't be drinking you know, the, the, mm. the stuff should be. but then it does create a different atmosphere did you did you have friends turning up expecting freebies yeah yeah of course I mean people but then again if you'd have a clothes shop you, you wouldn't have a friend coming up to, oh can I have a free shirt some mm. free shoes no but because it's a part people do think oh it's just a beer you know it costs you nothing yeah. I said this doesn't you know there's someone has to did pay you have, for did it. you have to clo- uh, did you have to tell pe- quite a few friends then well I mean you, you, you make it you have to make it known that you're, you're running a business and of course there'll be some free bees yeah uh, and you, you lock up shop and okay this is all on me guys yeah because they've spent so much money that, that you can cover that so yeah. you kind of <coughs> give incentives that that if people do spend more than they normally would yeah and that pint will be free so in fact it's not you know it's more psychological that they think they're getting free but they're actually paid for maybe two three times yeah but yeah, no. Sometimes, of course, with best mates who come along, and you have a lock-up, a lock-in, you've got yeah, a lock-in, yeah. and uh, yeah, you, you you might break it, or you might even pay for it yourself. You know, I don't mind that because then it's, but then I'm indulging as well. I'm not mm. I'm not serving them. They, they get their own beer and that kind of thing. The place where I moved to, in uh, in Bradford, it, I bought this terraced house. My friend lived next door, but one, and I had another two friends that lived over the road with the parents because they were a bit younger than us but there were a pub called the Red Lion at the end of the street Red Lion obviously um, so these three sets of friends we used to go to Red Lion and then all our friends that we used to go drinking in another pub with started the drinking at the Red Lion so there were about 20 or 30 of us that would start Every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday lunchtime, we'd go there. Mm. Now the the landlord and landlady thought we were fan- well. The landlady thought we were fantastic, yeah, of course, because of course. she was getting so much money. Mm. So on a Sunday, she'd put on a big Sunday lunch for oh, us. Oh, great! All. That's fantastic. And yeah. off we'd go. But yeah. the the landlord, Pip, fucking miserable bastard, he was. He was just a typical English landlord, you know. And he'd go. You'd, you'd finish your pint you'd go pint and a smile Pip and he'd be like you can have a fucking pint <laughs> just give me your pint what a miserable bastard he was pulling thousands every weekend from us yeah. and he wouldn't even he wouldn't even pucker up the corner of his mouth yeah but his I think he, he died he died and then his of happiness he, he, yeah his wife um, bought this top of the range Static caravan out bit cost, and I'm sure that were to do with all our drinking that we uh, did in there. But yeah, she was as happy as Larry when we used to go in there, and then slowly but surely we all sort of left and got our lives together, and it shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now if you have a good customer base and you keep them happy with different events and mm. and they feel they're getting more, you yeah. know. That then you you're creating a happy atmosphere and people yeah. will enjoy that and and that's you know customer loyalty which is invaluable, but yeah I mean food costs almost nothing and a lot of people don't eat at the pub yeah. so if you do provide some free food which, again with the cost margin wouldn't cost you very much and the booze will be more, so you you, you yeah you're going to be making a buck, but there were some other cons- customers because there were, 
there were three pubs around where we lived and and maybe another 10 minute walk there were another one so there were a fourth pub but we just went to the nearest one and customers would come in from other pubs because they knew that some of us were having a Sunday lunch and they'd be saying where's where's our Sunday lunch and Lanley you don't fucking spend as much as these lot do (laughs) so she were she were loyal to us oh great no that's good that's a good uh, that's good atmosphere that's great to the uh yeah, anyone wants to be part of that, you know. Someone yeah. who hears about it, they might join that, yeah. and they'll they'll contribute. But we all we all went in there and had a great time before we set off out into the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. That's important. Yeah, but to to have so many and to have so many good boozers on your doorstep, but that's when the weight started piling. Yeah, that'll do it. Just to be is yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about drinking in Japan. There's so many different types of alcohol, which I do like here. So sake, I love sake. Uh, about 10, 11, 12%, you can have a nice mm. little session. And it doesn't taste as as uh, you know strong as, as some of the other drinks here. So that's a great night. I, I love drinking Is the hangover as bad next day? Well, I mean, I, I never see the difference. Hangover's a hangover. The yeah. more you drink, the more pain you'll have. And that's basically the, the the theory, right? So when you, you when you were drinking on Saturday, did you still feel it this morning? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, as in pain. Yeah. So but Saturday was a hard session, and uh, my my mate who ended up, I, we always sort of end up completely opposite sides of the city for some reason. Um, he woke up sort of f- a bloody face because he'd fallen over a couple times yeah. apparently, and I heard this the next day. I don't remember that. And uh, there'll just be gaps in my case. So, the hangover on Sunday was horrible, and it lasted pretty much into this morning. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, coming back to what we were talking about earlier, I I really want to quit this uh, situation of of the overindulgence. I'll have a few pints, and I think maybe eight pints should be enough. That should be enough anyway, right? Eight Mm. pints. But Tokyo is a pretty safe metropolitan city to get get yourself completely wiped yeah. in and no no it's going to happen to you you couldn't really do that in any other city without maybe seoul you'd get away with it in seoul and tokyo but i can't think of another city where you could get yourself in that state and not have anything happen to you yeah i think mentally you're always going to be on your guard a little bit and, and mm-hmm. looking over your shoulder a bit that all okay, right let's not get yeah so out of control but in japan it's just the the threat of danger or anything untoward is so minuscule. Yeah, it's 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 it just isn't there. So you yeah. feel so you feel too relaxed, and and you meet so many new people. And, and when Japanese people drink, they kind of get a bit braver and they'll have a conversation with you and yeah. they come over to the table. Hey guys, which no, will never happen if they're sober. And so you you meet more and more people, and the night goes on and on. And and Saturday we started at. I don't know, a one o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon, and finished at one in the morning. So my, my an eleven-hour shift. In. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I showed you the picture of all the yeah. can, and, and it just was 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 too much. So I've decided with a heavy heart that uh, I shall reduce these these sessions uh, to to sort of maximum of eight pints, and then just collapse That's into a, I, I would have found that impossible because you get to eight pints and you'd be like okay 
Yeah. <laughs> Where's the next one? Yeah. Just one for the road. Yeah. One yeah. for the ditch. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the annoying part. Uh, I had this American friend who would have a pint of beer and then he would have a pint of water yeah. and drink it at the same speed. He wouldn't just gulp down the water. He'd just yeah. drink it as it, if it was a pint. And I always thought it was very strange. But he said, well, I can last longer and I, I don't feel so bad the next day. Mm-hmm. And it really made sense. Don't feel as rough the next day. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what yeah. and, and he could last like 10 hours, 11 hours. Summer I don't miss the hangovers. Because they are getting worse, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I, even yeah. when I stopped when I was 40, the hangovers were getting worse. Yeah, they're definitely getting stronger and stronger. And, and if you got work the next day, which I did, I had work yesterday, and, and it, it must have been a frightful sight to sort of... Uh, Nobody learnt much. No, I think that there was a, a lot of self-studying going on <laughs> that day. <laughs> and, you know, that's not fair, because they're, they're, they're paying customers, and, you know, that's obviously not a good thing. Uh, but I turned up, which is usually the the only requirement for that particular job that I have on Sunday. Well, when I used to work there, um, I I missed out one day because I'd got I'd got all the way home, and I, it was in the morning. Right. I'd woken up somewhere strange, and I got home. I went to put my key in the door, and I didn't have anything. I don't know how I'd got home. I didn't have a key to get in. And then I had to call you and say, look, I can't get in my apartment. Yeah, this is a long time ago. We have to remind listeners that Darren used to work for me about yeah. 15 years back. Yeah. Long well, time no, ago. Well, no, no, maybe, no, 2000, it were 2007 or 2008. All right, all right, 12, yeah. 13 years back. Uh, yeah, coming off the back of uh, Ozzy Gavin, who also used to work for me, introduced me to you. Mm. I just, just finished my teacher training and I'd come back to Japan and then yours were the first job I got a couple of days but yeah most people that worked there were drinkers weren't they oh yeah no, but that's, that's most people are drinkers here yeah. in, but, in that profession but to the heavier side of drinking <laughs> well because Gav was still drinking quite a yeah. bit there were me you Gav Francis yeah Tom Tom liked to sink it a bit didn't Tom, Tom Tom Peace he didn't drink. Oh, well, yeah, not that much, though. But he, he, he were in that band, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that was... Um, but there was the gym there, so you could sort of get a good session in. You free, got a free yeah. gym, free gym member. It free wasn't gym the, membership. It wasn't the, the best paying job in the world, but you got a free gym membership, and all that hot yoga was for free and everything, Yeah, and a swimming pool was a little Swimming pool. pool. I couldn't swim in pool because um, of my tattoos. Um, and even, even having a shower... So I would have a shower and I'd come out of the shower and I'd wrap the towel around me and I would get in dry and I'd keep the towel over my top end, top half and I'd be drying myself with a towel and I'd, I'd get to it. But the, the tattoo in my forearm would show and the men that were in the changing rooms three times or so would go to the front desk, say something and then somebody would, the manager within the office who used to do sports, but he would come in and say get that or you're out right so you're like yeah I was pretty careful on my tattoo but mine's much smaller than but the, the, they would few. the fact that oh yeah but a that, grown man would grass on you that's uh, that's Japan it's better not to tell someone directly rather to tell the manager or, or tell your superior in the company 
what, why would you tell that to the to the manager? Yeah. You, you would just ask me directly. Just, just, just tell me, and I'll put a t-shirt on. Yeah. But yeah. I'm getting dry. So what I had to do then would get dry and shower. So I'd get dry in the shower. I'd, I'd run it cold for the last minute to get rid of all the steam. I'd get dry in the shower, and then I'd have me I'd have my shirt outside. So I get completely dry. I'd put my shirt on, and then I'd just. Because the fella were always the fella who I think grasped on me were always there when I were there, so I'd walk out of the shower in nothing but a shirt. So my tackle were hanging out, and I'd have a, I'd have a full dress shirt on. I'd look a right weirdo, and I'd just sit down and then get get dressed. I remember you you and your would be your purple shirts that you're wearing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Purple, yeah. Look like a big bruise. It's yeah, I think I would church. <laughs> Because with and I had to stop wearing those coloured shirts. I had to start wearing black, because really it was my first summer. Because I'd, I'd 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 been here a year and then I left and I'd not really experienced the summer. I'd not had to work during the summer, and I had that purple shirt on one day at work, and it was as if I'd just poured a bucket of water over myself. Yeah, purple is not a good colour for sweat. That'll just stain immediately. If I wore white, blue. it'd stick to me like a wet t-shirt and people could see me tattoos oh. and you wear any sort of colour and you just have those big sweat rings yeah black would be the best something mm. or navy or something yeah Yeah, but like I say I think it. the more weight you lose obviously the less you sweat and I'm sort of I'm at that happy place now <laughs> where I am sweating a little bit but not as much well, as I used well that's the thing uh, a good body sweats good yeah. stuff you know and it's not as much as when you're a fat bastard uh, I do remember the interview with you, which was sort of so you're a friend of Gavin, yeah. Okay, well you're hired. No, <laughs> let's go to the, let's go to the pub. Let's, let's go, go get pissed. Let's go get drunk. Yeah, which we did because there was a small party going on, which we went. They to. went straight. We went straight. No, I think I went back to Gab's. I had a few pints there, and then I were invited to that party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because something was shutting down. I can't remember what the occasion but it, was. It were in a restaurant, and then. There were all the students there, and I just got. I were recently single. I might have picked up somebody at that place. I'm glad you didn't tell me at the time. I might have done actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then. What students? Yeah, a, a friend of a student. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because there were there were, in in that school, there were a lot of housewives that um, had nothing to do. Because yeah, a lot, a lot of them retired, aren't they? As soon as they get married, well, they were quite wealthy. It was a yeah, wealthy area, and especially yeah. around there, um, you've got lots and lots of rich people. Now, I've never been that that party. Really, was the first time I'd been around super rich people. I've never, I've been rich people. How did you blend in with your <laughs> fantastic ways? Just like a glove, fit <laughs> like a glove. But I'd never been. I've never been. I've never ex- had the experience of being around really rich people, coming from where I come from. So uh, we're in a party with very rich uh, housewives, all bored, sexually yeah. bored, yeah. and they're releasing a Yorkshire and, and all but, the hormones. But, but you're there, and and gather with the same. You know, you've got that rough, haven't you? Then they fancied a bit of rough. Well, <laughs> you, that, that's that's how it goes, isn't it? You, they've they've married a rich fella. They've they don't have to do anything else. And then that's what they've gone for their entire life. Yeah. Marry someone rich. If I'm rich, I'm happy. I've got the house. I've got my husband. I'm going to be happy. You get it. 
I don't have to work anymore, that's great. I'll go to yoga, I'll learn to do this, I'll learn to do that. Fuck, I'm bored. Yeah. Fuck, I'm bored. What that am I was, gonna do uh, That particular place was, because it was about, I think at the height, it was about 100 students there. Yeah. And um, What percentage of them were just rich housewives? And then 95%. Yeah. And, uh, and they weren't, I mean, they were like 30s, 40s. They weren't all 100 years old. No, no, no. Ages. But I remember, I mean, the amount of times, because quite a few used to take me out drinking. Yeah. And they, they would liquor me up. They would just, <laughs> just make me shit-faced. And uh, there were quite a few grabs and a few yeah. things going on. <laughs> and I remember there's this woman who, as soon as her mate went to the toilet, she just grabbed my knob in this, in this <laughs> and I like, I'm not that drunk yet, lady. <laughs> but yeah, they, they were quite... Yeah, rough and ready, I think. They, yeah. they sort of expected something to happen after they paid for all the booze. It really was like that kind yeah. of reverse psychology kind of thing. But you, I mean, it must, and it must be terrible. It must be terrible to, to from school, want something that much, that you want that lifestyle that much, and then you get it, and it's boring. Mm. I did this sentence once, which st sticks in my mind, was uh, we're in a taxi, this woman and, and myself, and she turns to me and says, um, look, um, her English was, was atrocious, and Mia, as her teacher, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a very good advertisement. <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, my, 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 my downstairs, my downstairs here, she was pointing to her groin area, said, yeah, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I said, well, I'm not sure if I know what you mean here, lady. <laughs> you downstairs. And then she, she sort of uh, looked at her phone, at a sort of translation function, and then she laughed and said, uh, downstairs, downstairs, spiderweb. <laughs> spiderweb. I said, what? I wasn't sure if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but I, I kind of got the gist of it, obviously, what, what she was after, but that's the first time a woman sort of proposed for something by pointing to her groin area, referring to the word spiderweb. But romance, the age of romance, so not dead. But you've you've just got to feel sorry for him, haven't you? Oh yeah, I'm very sorry for people with that kind of luxury life. They, can't, they can't get out of it. There were two people in that area who lived, and this is in the center of Tokyo, right, where land is more valuable than than pure gold. gold. Yeah, yeah. And there were two of them who had these massive houses with swimming pools on the roof of their house. Yeah. yeah I don't feel sorry for these people, not at all. But you see. And that's something that's just come to me now. The people who were that bored in Tokyo, where you'd expect people to be horrible, they were, even although they were bored and they were pissed off with their lives, they were still mostly nice people. Oh, yeah, a lot of good times, a lot of laughing, whereas a lot of the, alcoholics as well. Whereas the bored housewives I found down here at the coast are fucking bitter. And they tried to make your life a misery. Mm, there is they a difference. try and make your life a misery down here because oh. they're very bitter about it all, and I don't know why because it's only an hour away. Well, I think that's that you're, that's exactly right. That they've been taken out by their husbands out to the coast, and they used to have a very comfortable life in Tokyo. You know, ah. not doing very much. Department stores all nearby, meeting yeah. their friends, and now they're selling on the coast, away from their Ginza life. And I agree, it's only an hour and a half, but yeah. I think their husbands would prefer if they'd stay put here, yeah. probably being retired. But yeah, the ones in, in Tokyo, the ones at, at the location we're working at, um, a lot of a lot of them were alcoholics. So they would yeah. start drinking wine at lunchtime and not stop until their kids would come home. Yeah. That kind of, uh, or champagne, the whole day champagne. Mm. I've met several of those people and they were very cheerful. They were sort of happy alcoholics. But it's not going to last, is it? 
Well, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I, I guess at some stage it might become more medicinal with, with yeah. some sort of tranquilizers maybe, but yeah, that was uh, good memories there, right? It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I could blackmail quite a few of them. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to fire two people there. for. for you fired of, people from Yeah, there. two people, two teachers I had to fire yeah. for just, uh, just getting so bad and just... Uh, I mean, just creating a shit situation. Yeah. Was that drink or just firing at the students? Or both? No, it was. Uh, it was sort of. Uh, well, I'll tell you one of them actually. One, one was uh, a, a bloke who he, he started dating a woman, one of the students, um, who, who was a widow. Within the year, like, she was with within. So yeah, it, that not same being year. long in ground. No, no. I mean, the body wasn't wasn't warm, but it was warmish, lukewarm yeah. maybe. And uh, so he was dating this woman who had a kid as well. So the kid was only about five. And uh, and she was very much up for something, you know, having a new man in her life. So yeah, yeah. you can't blame, well, can blame her, but he just jumped in there head first and he shouldn't have. Um, and then uh, it just got worse and worse. And these stories would come back and she would complain that he, she, he'd borrowed money off her and not paying her back. Yeah. I thought, okay, this is getting you know, bad. And so I met him. I said, look, uh, we can't have this. I've got to let you go. You know, this is yeah. creating a very bad atmosphere. And then like, the next day, she complained again that he'd uh, he'd kicked her. And she's only like one meter 50, right? Yeah, she's a tiny yeah. woman. He's much taller. And so, I, again, I, the same day, I asked him to come in. Did you kick her? And I thought he would deny it. I said, yeah. no, that's her story. I said, yeah, I kicked her. I was, I was furious. You kicked a widow one meter 50? why and he said well she was annoying me because i it was so frustrating i couldn't understand her english oh, and this God. is her teacher right <laughs> well you're not selling your skills very well yeah, yeah yeah but it was so unbelievable i just didn't know what to say so i fired him immediately on the spot for, for misconduct and uh, he said well fine uh, and he wanted a month's pay out of it and i said get get the fuck yeah, yeah. before i punch you in the face myself and uh he said i'll sue you if you don't pay me and so I'll sue me, I don't care. And yeah. I went to the management and they said, no, just pay him off and we'll be done Hell with it. And I was furious because I had to pay him off. And in fact, they paid him two months, not even one month. So what did what would that have worked out at two months, two month wage? Well, whatever it was, I think it would have been about, uh, say, 200,000, so maybe $1,500 per wow. month. To the, and that was his part-time job even. But just the, the audacity of saying, yeah, I couldn't understand her English, so I was frustrated, so I kicked her. I kicked a widow. What? I kicked a widow with a kid because she got me fired because I didn't pay her the money. Yeah, if that was. Where were he from? Yank. He's American. Oh. But he, I didn't like his character. Anyway, he he came with the package when I took over the yeah, whole yeah. place. So he was already there. I would never have hired him off an interview. Mm. Um, but yeah, that bloke was atrocious. How old were he? A young bloke, uh, 25, 26. But you should have seen the woman. I mean, she was. Tiny. Yeah. She was, you know, looked like a kid. You know, one meter fifty. What is that? It's ten, well, it's tiny, isn't it? Five, five foot. Five, five foot note. Five foot note. Yeah. Uh, I just imagine her being kicked by a bloke who's one and a half times. Anyway, so that was one, and the other guy was just an absolute prick, and and he um, he knew I wanted to fire him, so he just didn't turn up for work anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, well, that's that. Look. That's easy enough to. Be yeah, done. but now I've, yeah. I've hired loads of people. Uh, I hired this. Because uh, I knew the housewives were quite bored, so 
I thought, okay, I'll hire someone very unique. And this Canadian transvestite turned up for an interview. And on the spot, you're hired. Dressed <laughs> as a man or a woman. Uh, half and half. Yeah. I mean, he really was, he had makeup on. It was clearly yeah. a bloke. Yeah. And I, I wasn't sure, is this pre or post operation? Yeah, but yeah. as soon as he walked into the interview, you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, these board housewives loved him because they, they talked about makeup and they, they, yeah. this, what are you doing? What, you, what's your life? And yeah, yeah. So they, they ate it up. He because so he quit later on, like a year later he quit, and he became a bit famous. He was on Japanese TV yeah. and different shows, and his Japanese was very fluent. And he he was he became a kind of a singer somewhere. Was it was he good for the school then? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they relieved the boredom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because these students could get as many classes as they wished, right? So there were people because they were so bored, they would take like twenty hours a week. That's I remember that, that job. one fucking woman. That one woman, it were a, it were a national holiday. Nobody, everybody said I'm not coming in, and we still got paid, didn't we? If nobody came in, we still got paid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Still got paid, yeah. And I'm thinking this is going to be great. I've got like four or five hours. Nobody's going to come up. Nobody's going to come. And you know that one woman. I think I don't know the one who was almost a professional student. But yeah. wait, there she was, and I'm like, how many lessons are you going to stay in for? All of them. I said, but there's only, it doesn't matter, all of them, oh, fucking hell. And there <laughs> she was, fucking sat there. And so I said, I didn't think anybody were coming, so I've not prepared anything. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. <sighs> <laughs> fucking hell, yeah, she was annoying. And she, she complained, didn't she? Oh, she was a nightmare. I think I know the lady you, you, you yeah. mean. Let's short, not mention short black hair. Yeah, 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 glasses, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was tough. Well, because st- you have to pay a standard fee per month and you can take mm. as many lessons as you like. So yeah. she was doing, I think, 20 hours or, t- or 25 hours a week according to her level. And, and, she and what, what would that work out at? It would be like, like, like $2 an hour. So two, 200 yen per hour. 200 yen an hour and you're normally paying 4,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was getting it for 200 yen. And she com- what was she complaining about? Oh, like anything, levels of English or uh, teachers, uh, other students, uh, just anything she'd complain about. One of those people who wouldn't be, who would be complaining to God himself in paradise, you know. Yeah, yeah. This weather is too nice for me. So, yeah, that, that lady was, uh, was quite a tough one. But, I mean, everybody hated that woman. She was uh, mm. loathed, loathed. Uh, didn't like the topics. I mean, she was such a boring person. Uh, some of the topics were very much about, about sex or something. And, and as soon as she walked in the class, well, that was the end of that topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about spider She, because I questioned all, I questioned them all, and I think she, she met her husband in university and then married him and then yeah. did work. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's, that's her, yeah. Yeah. But she was loaded to the gills. Yeah. And dressed in the cheapest clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember she was furious with her daughters because they were spending so much money and, yeah, just one of those tough cases yeah all kinds of people there really yeah but that's you've got to do those jobs to get you to where you are now aren't you yeah you've got to go for the experience i think if we'd we'd have come in and walked straight into what we're doing now we wouldn't appreciate it as much no i'd be a bit lost be a bit lost Uh, i've been on some some jobs and you're kind of thrown into it and they're, they're quite difficult like emergency backup teachers yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that and they said can you do this yeah sure I'm, I've done this many times I mm. know exactly what I should do and there's no panic and I've mm. been in front of 
like 50 business people are in a crash course of business management and you yeah. just chuck you in there can you do this yeah I've, I've done this I know what to yeah, do yeah, yeah. and there you can you, you deliver and that's what you've got to build up over many years I th- if I'd done that at the beginning I'd just be lost yeah. I'd shit myself yeah I think I could get thrown into any situation now and be right as rain especially with those with those big high powered business places it's, yeah it's easier I think it is because they I mean you know what to expect and at the end of the day they just want to have a good time and get drunk most and of the now places. that we're older the most of the people that we're giving these presentations to the sort of give you more respect than what they did 15 years ago yeah there is that as well if, whereas yeah. if you'd have been the same age as them or younger yeah the sort of listen and even if you don't really know what you're talking about yeah. they'll, they'll agree with you yeah yeah you find more common ground yeah on those yeah. things yeah have you are you out of the door now uh, I've, got, I've got to work I've got to pass it through right yeah. right we'll wrap it up then I've got to I've got to get back well no me and Sophia are going to hang about in Kamakura for a while and then uh, and then go on right I've got three week off Duncan hasn't he's a bit pissed off about that well I mean uh, pissed off and, and happy about it in a sense uh, I'm living in a great place I built up a little company, still building it, and it's fun to build. Uh, I'll move the kayaks over this week so we can try and get them rented out. Um, But we'll try and get some more podcasts out because we're we're going to have more time off at the same time now for the next few weeks, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The kids have only got two weeks off because of the coronavirus, so they're back on the third week and then I'm off on the third. So it's a lovely day here at Kamakura. Do take a look on the internet. Uh, and next time hopefully we might show you something on the beach here yeah yeah I think a podcast from the beach at sunset be very romantic you're just gonna have to spend it with me well there's worse people to spend it with (laughs) look forward to it right so we'll see you when you see you see you later bye bye (laughs) adios